0: Welcome to Women Who Love and Lead, the podcast with Chanel and Rena. One thing we know for sure women have a story to tell and a purpose to fulfill. She's a woman of many roles, many experiences, and yes, she's on a mission. She's a woman who loves and leads. You all are about to meet an amazing mom and a dope woman who is going to share an intimate part of her life with us. If you've ever struggled with uncertainty, anxiety, even depression, or know someone who has, you can certainly relate to her story. Chantel Jones is going to take us on a journey with her. You don't want to miss this one. Welcome to part one of Chantel Jones's story. She is a mom, an entrepreneur, she's a woman of many experiences, of many roles, she's on a mission, and she's on a spiritual journey. Welcome Chantel, we are so honored to have you, how are you? I'm doing amazing, how are you? Good, look I got a smile on my face, I was all nervous this morning, like I don't know what we're going to do, but... I know it'll be I know it'll be amazing now, so one of the things that um really just like drew me into this i guess this level of curiosity is when I learned about just um some of the things that you were practicing in terms of spirituality, so before yeah. we get to that though, let's talk about what led you to that point okay, so um. I will say it has been a
1: a combination of things that led me to that point. But what I will say, what like forced me was um, sometime last year in September, um, after a very tumultuous year um, in regards to career path and marriage and being a new mom, just a lot of different things. I have four children, but I had just had a baby um, in 2018. So it was just a lot going on. And I had reached a point of exhaustion. Frustration, overwhelmingness, and it had just all exploded in September. I had left my job um, with no plan because I had just reached a point of my spirit, something inside of me telling me it was time for me to to move on from that. Um, I can't say what it was that pushed me into that point because I'm a planner, very critical thinker, um, I'm very organized. So that wasn't something that was normal for me, but I, I walked up out of my job with just my purse in hand and without a plan. And then the following next couple of weeks, my marriage fell apart and I um, end up having an abortion that I felt like I was pretty much at a near-death experience. Um, and that oh point, wow. I, I had got to a point of being very, very sick. Um, I had lost quite a bit of weight in a short period of time. Was throwing up blood and just very very physically mentally emotionally broken to to the point where i was pretty sure i was going to die you couldn't convince mm. me I was gonna die. Mm. and um mm. so i remember getting on my knees literally like on my knees crying like okay mm. god universe whoever's out there if this is the way i'm going uh okay but if not if there's something else on the other side of this you win like Clearly, I've been doing it wrong. Clearly, I've been missing something. You've been speaking to me, and I haven't been listening. So, all right, you got me. What is it? I'll listen. Whatever it is you want me to do, I'm going to do it. Like, I really just made my petition known. I screamed it out. I was crying. And then, like, a couple days later, I was
0: just different. Wow. I know. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, is that- <laughs> it's speechless that you made it. And you, yes, yes, that's a testimony.
1: Yeah, so it was, pleasant. um, yeah, and, and now, now I'm in a phase now um, where I'm in a, where I look back and I realize it was actually my conversation with Chanel that I had um a couple months ago that made me realize how much I had been through because I didn't look at it like that. I kind of normalized it. And it wasn't until she mm. said, um, what are you doing? Like, are you okay? Like, how are you going <laughs> through this? And then after that, I was like, wow, this isn't normal. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, okay, I have some more work to do, but I'll get into a a place now where I'm at peace with everything that has happened to me, around me, for me. And I, and I understand it. And Mm -hmm. I understand the purpose of every single thing. So I have no regret in in any pain that I've experienced.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So I have to ask you this. You said something that I think that a lot of us can relate to. But sometimes I feel like we don't really know how to um, articulate it or even express it until maybe we're out of it. So you said what you experienced wasn't normal. And I think like, even right now with everything that's going on, um, hence, which is why we are doing the uh, podcast interviews via phone, because we're social distancing right now and you hear the term, you know, um, normal, normal or new normal. How did you know it wasn't normal? Like even when you, um, You said you were at your job and you just felt like, and this was just a part of the conversation that you and I had. You just felt like, like something's not right. Like something's not sitting well in my spirit. Like I can't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you know at that moment Mm -hmm. that that wasn't right?
1: It's funny because as I, like I said, as, as things come, become more clear to me, I realized that this journey started a long time ago.
0: Mm-hmm. but it just
1: manifested in different phases i guess mm-hmm. to the points that i was ready to receive it mm-hmm. um but also it started back when my boyfriend died in 2011 that's when my mm-hmm. first okay. light bulb clicked on like my little mini light because i mm-hmm. remember saying i had my oprah aha moment and this was a conversation that chanel and i probably would have had too at that time um where I, I that's when I started to kind of start saying, okay, why do you keep going through all these painful things? There has to be a purpose behind it. And but still not understand understanding it. Um as I look back on my Facebook memories now um, from last year, I see where my spirit was starting to awaken. I, I see mm-hmm. it in my me- wow. I see it in my um, Facebook memories, I see it in my posts. Um I, I I started saying things like, my spirit is speaking to me. It's time for me to be quiet and listen. I started saying, like, I just want to serve my purpose and help people heal. I was saying these things, but not knowing what they meant. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just something inside of me just started stirring. After I had my son, I I I, st- I think I just started to become somebody else. And I wasn't recognizing myself. I was losing myself and helping other people, but I wasn't mm-hmm. helping me. And I think giving myself so much to other people, I feel like being able to do Reiki was a reward for that because I, I gave myself selflessly, selflessly to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not, you know, that's when you get to this point, you learn that that's not okay either. You know, um, you learn that self love is the most important thing, but I just started looking at things like some don't feel right. My spirit just felt unsettled and I wasn't happy, but I couldn't figure out what it was. And my anxiety was really, really high. Mm-hmm. And there was just different things manifesting around me that weren't directly for me, but it impacted me like it was for me. So I, I started thinking like, okay, I'm supposed to learn something in this. What is it? But it manifested and it just kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger to the point where it forced me to listen because I still wasn't. Mm-hmm. but i can't i don't know what happened i just know i just started looking at wanting to know more beyond what i seen on the surface the the, mm-hmm. the conditioning or the what we normalize in society now like you said with the social distancing thing there's nothing normal about how we existed prior to this there's nothing normal about what yes. we're doing now yeah so, That's why I say I started looking at things like, why do we normalize things that just don't make sense to me? If people are hurting or somebody else is getting harmed, that's not normal.
0: That's not normal. Not normal at all. And that's
1: when I started questioning, like, why are we like this? And I just started digging deeper. And boy, have I gotten my answers. Hey,
0: that's good. Those answers you can manifest and give us answers, some different type of (laughs) outlook. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I wanted to share this real quick because uh, Chantel, like I said, I knew from the, you know, I knew first off, I have to thank you because when you and I had talked the first time and I shared with you just where my heart was and where, um you know, I felt like I was being led to, and you looked at the website and you were like, this is what I get out of it. I get blog or podcast out of it. And so, you know, I want to thank you for, you know, recognizing that. And I'm um, pushing me to that. And so I want to say, because you had mentioned, like you, you said, two things, and I'm like, I was like, I'm oh, getting chills because years ago, like you said, when your journey started years ago for you, years ago, you know, you and I both love music, and I know Rena loves music too.
1: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
0: I was listening to um, a song um, by Yolanda Adams called Be Ready. And I would just listen to that song over and over and over. And just like how you had mentioned, you had gotten to a place where you just fell down on your knees and you were like, I don't understand, you know, but basically I surrender. And I remember going through that motion of, the, you know, the song just talks about being ready, right you know, um, prepare me for what you want to prepare me for. And I remember saying that. And Lord behold, you get what you ask for, you know? So what, four or five years later, I did not realize that I was being prepared to get to this point. And um, I had come across a book and in the book, it said, um, you know, God brings us to a place where learning is a necessity. Mm -hmm. And I felt mm-hmm. like I got to that point where learning and I, when I say learning it wasn't the learning I was used to doing going to school and the third. service. I was pro it, pro at going to school, but it was more about learning about me, about my mm-hmm. environment, about who I was, and so you mentioned you got to a place where you didn't recognize yourself. What did you learn about yourself at that time? I think I learned the biggest thing I learned
1: was that I thought that I was strong, I thought I was independent. I thought I was, didn't need anybody. I thought I was the one that was the helper. Mm. And I thought that that validated me. Mm. And when I realized, okay, I was a manager at my previous place of employment and I was the professional um, manager of professional development and coaching. So I overseen hiring, coaching, training, life coaching. So I was people's go-to person or one of them. And I was the person that, put out small fires and big fires and I'm putting out fires to, to the point where I'm talking people out of suicide. I'm putting out fires where I'm dropping women off to domestic violence shelters because their boyfriend is trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. But my mm-hmm. fire is still burning and I'm not putting out my own fire. Mm. And, and I got so busy in renovating a house, working having two kids that were babies, a newborn and a one-and-a-half-year-old, a two-year-old, and and lost sight of not taking care of myself, but taking Mm -hmm. care of all the things that people told me I was supposed to do. Everything I was supposed to do as a woman, as a mom, as a career woman, as a wife, I was doing, but I wasn't filled. My anxiety was high. I wasn't sleeping. My weight was not where I wanted it to be. I was stressed. And I thought prior to that, I had confidence. I had, you know, I had all of those things and having kids and just giving myself so much to other people that I lost that. But -hmm. what I did realize in that is that neither, none of those versions of me were who I wanted to be. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's who I thought I wanted to be. And every version of myself that I got to was who I thought I wanted to be at that moment. But like I said, when I start asking those questions, when I start looking within, when I start saying, OK, I got all the things that I, I thought I wanted, the American dream that people said you're supposed to get. I got the dream job. I got a husband. I got the beautiful kids. I finished school. I got a, the car, got the house. Why am I not happy? This is what people said you're supposed to have to be. happy, But I'm still not happy. And I felt guilty because that's what people say you're supposed to have. And that's what you're supposed to want. And that's what people wow. beg for. So when I got it, I felt guilty for not being fulfilled by that. Mm-hmm.
0: But again, that's
1: mm-hmm. just every box just opens more boxes. So that, mm-hmm. that rabbit, it, but for me, I started looking at myself. I've, I've been, I've, I've been pretty self-aware for a long time. I'm very accountable. So I just started. All right, let me stop focusing on trying to help everybody else. What's wrong with me? And I start asking myself my own questions and started going through my own journey with
0: And So when you ask yourself those questions, um, just thinking about those questions and thinking about the fact that you said you knew you weren't living the life that you wanted, you knew in your heart deep down that this was not what you wanted. So as you were asking yourself those questions, what answers did you get? First of all, you can't, heal other people
1: if you're not healing yourself you're surrounded by all these people because they're a reflection of something you're not dealing with within yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you do have there is power you do have some sort of power but you ain't using it right because it's depleting you and it's not supposed to Mm -hmm. like I knew I was supposed to be this person I just didn't know how I was supposed to be it you know and I started uh, asking start those questions. Okay, well, how? Or what do I have to do? I started looking at my relationships. I started looking at the interactions in those relationships. I started looking at all the dynamics I had with people, including my kids, mm. and was just trying to figure out, yeah, I don't like how this person's treating me. I don't like how this interaction goes. So that's a reflection of me because I've allowed and established these relationships with these boundaries. So now I have to, I have to do something to change it. So I started working on me and, and how I wanted to present myself to the world, how I wanted to come off, how I wanted people to treat me. I started thinking about those things and looking at those things. I started looking at how I treat people and just those reciprocal relationships. I started looking at those things and started asking myself those questions about me instead of looking at everybody else and pointing a mm-hmm. finger. So with you looking at yourself, how has your mood been since then since removing the obstacles or the negativity um it has come in an influx of layers um with me leaving my job that uh, alleviated a lot of my stressors because a lot of my friendships and a lot of my unhealthy dynamic relationships i had a lot of people codependent on me so when i left that job it alleviated a lot of that because i realized that one when I left, a lot of people stopped checking on me. So you realize who really care about you, you know. Mm-hmm. And two, I realized that a lot of those relationships were one sided, and that I didn't need them anyway. So that was the first influx. And then family things happen. Um, you know, with with like close family members, that it's not a loss of love, but it's a it's a there comes a point where if y'all energies just don't align. It's okay to love somebody from a, from a different place. Like you don't have to be in their space to love them and it's okay to have those conversations and it's okay to not have them, but to really do what's best for you and start being mindful of who your spirit feels unsettled around. So I just started paying attention. I got quiet. I started listening to my spirit. And the more I started to release negativity, the more I started to remove the things that my spirit had been telling me for a while, weren't good for me. As they started to fall off, I started to feel more better. I started to think clearer. Um, I started to relax more. Um, but I also, I'm a, um, I meditate a lot. I'm a heavy meditator. And that, that has also helped me with this whole process, too.
0: Okay.
1: So in my meditations, a lot of things become clear after them or during them. When I started to really look at how I felt around people, I got comfortable with, with removing them. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, look, I told you, I knew this, this interview was just going to flow. Like I knew (laughs) that you just being able to tell your story was just going to flow so well. So you've like, you basically, you've taken us on a journey with you. So now we're at a place where you said you've gotten to a place where you had to get quiet and you had to listen.
1: I can't even remember when I started meditating, but again, see a lot of times in my memories where, I'm speaking to meditating. So I, I feel like I probably have been doing it for long. I don't even remember when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I will say I've probably been meditating. My boyfriend got killed in 2011. So probably sometime after 2011 until now. But I know within the past year and two years, it has become a lot more frequent for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into meditation um, as an offset or as a natural way to help with my mental health of having anxiety. and
0: That was part one of Chantel's story. If you or someone you know suffers from anxiety, depression, or any other mental health issue, please consult your PCP, spiritual advisor, family, or friend. Do not suffer in silence. inspired, encouraged, and empowered. This is Women Who Love and Lead, the podcast with Chanel and Reina. Remember, love and live intentionally. Check us out at www.womenloveandlead.com.